All right, welcome back to the Hard Truth Sports Podcast. It's episode eight. Um, I'm kind of short on time, so it's going to be a quick episode. I say that, and it's probably going to go on for like an hour or whatever. But um, it feels like forever since I recorded the last, but I think it was only last week. I'm not totally sure, but it feels like forever, though. Um, so it's I'm recording on Friday at 3. Um, it's raining outside. And I got windows in my room, and um, that's like kind of distracting because it's raining. So I don't know, but yeah. So the biggest news was Dak Prescott, right? Four years, one sixty, one twenty-six guaranteed, forty mil a year. Only players with forty mil a year are Mahomes and Dak. My take is, it's stupid. Dak Prescott has only won one playoff game in his career if he's not the second best quarterback you shouldn't be getting paid the second most and this is probably the best contract for a player in NFL history honestly he hits the market at 31 years old he's going to get another deal unless he sucks which is in my opinion isn't out of the realm of possibilities he'll get another deal but I don't think it'll be a big one right um. Yeah, and so my thing is that he's not. He's not. He doesn't. He's not. There was a tor- horrible deal for the Cowboys. It was an awful contract, right? Um. So I'm gonna name off the guys off the top of my head. They're better, right? I'm gonna put them in tiers, right? So we got Mahomes and Mahomes and Rogers tier one. Then in tier two, I got Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, and Justin Herbert. And then in tier four, I have tier four is Josh Allen. Um, here, let me go to. I forgot to write them down for some reason. I don't know why I didn't. Um, here we go. Okay, here we go. So then in the third tier, we got Josh Allen. Um, who else? Who else we got? Tannehill. I'll put Tannehill in there. Um, Burrow. I'm going to put Burrow in that tier, even though he's been injured. But he was very, very good last year. Right. Then um, let's see who else is there. Kyler Murray may be better than Dak, right? Russell Wilson's better than Dak. He's tier two. That was the person in tier two I was reading. So there's Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson, uh, Stafford. Who we have? We got um, Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes, Watson. Personally, I'd still take. Uh, Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott. I think he's better, and I think he'll show it this year. Right? I think the Colts will be a by far much better team than the Cowboys. And I know, obviously, team game, you know, they don't play defense. But I think Carson Wentz, gun to my head, I'm taking Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott. And Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has done just as much in his career as Dak Prescott has. And... You may take Dak Prescott over Baker, but 
you know, you can't, it's not definitive, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, you can, it's debatable, I guess, but you can't, it, it, but it's not, it's not, like, it's not a, it's a discussion is what I'm saying, it's a discussion, right? So, the take on it, the hard truth of it is, horrible deal for the Cowboys, I don't see him competing. Um, the question is, kind of the question that's going around is like, will they ever make an NFC title game? And I don't think they will. I don't think, I certainly they're not going to go to a Super Bowl. I don't think, because I don't think Dak Prescott is a Super Bowl quarterback. And we saw it, the only time he was good, he, he the only time he won a playoff game was when he was a rookie. And I, the huge thing I say for rookie deals for quarterbacks, I think they're extremely overrated. Right, but that's a different conversation. But they are just like they do matter because you don't want to pay them a lot because then you got money to pay your other guys, right? I think it's overrated. But now Dak Prescott is getting paid, and yeah, I don't like the defense. Like when Zeke's not very good and the O line's not the best in the NFL, I don't know what they can do. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I like I just don't know. I just don't know if the Cowboys. I don't. I don't think they're gonna make a Super Bowl. I'd put like so akin to my Utah Jazz take with Rudy Gobert. Dak is obviously a better than Gobert at their per- respective sports, but um, I just don't. I just don't think they're the Cowboys are gonna make the NFC Championship game in the next four years, right? I just don't see it happening. Because they paid Zeke a whole bunch of money, and their O line is getting old, and they've they're kind of washed up, so I just don't see it. Right. I'd I'd rather be the Browns, obviously. I'd rather have. I wouldn't say I might rather have Baker Mayfield. Like I said, I put Dak and Baker Mayfield on the same tier. In my opinion, that's what I think because the both have similar. The Browns last year and the Cowboys with Dak on his rookie were very similar. Great running backs, great offensive line, subpar defense, and they both won a playoff game. So I think Dak and Baker are similar quarterbacks, honestly. Um, you know, I think Dak may be a little bit better, but I, just, I still don't want Dak on that contract. He paid him more than Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson just on last season, like, you can't do that. And Dak's coming off an injury or whatever. Like, I don't... You just can't pay him more than Deshaun Watson. You can't do it. Um, and obviously, I'm way big in, in on uh, Zach Wilson. And, you know, I just don't... People say you have to sign your guy if you have your guy. But, like, to me, you don't have to sign your guy. Because he's not... To me, he's not your guy at... 40 million a year he may be your guy whoever like is Andy Dalton better would you rather have Andy Dalton playing here you go would you ever would you rather have Jameis Winston making 14 million a year or 4 million a year or Dak making 40 million a year personally I'd rather have Jameis making 4 million a year because I, I just don't think Dak is all that. I think he's overrated. Like I said, Carson Wentz is better than him, and I think he'll prove it this year. Um, other guys, other NFL news, Aaron Jones not being tagged. 
I think he's going back to the Packers, though, uh, because I think they're going to sign him, and they said they're still negotiating. Um, Corey Davis not being tagged. He's going to the Chiefs. I need him on the Chiefs. Uh, I've been on the Chief, Corey Davis to Chiefs bandwagon for months now. Uh, I need it. I, like, I'm desperate for Corey Davis on the Chiefs, honestly. Like, but I don't know if it'll happen. Um, the Chiefs cut Fisher and Schwartz, which is kind of sad, honestly. Um, the Chiefs didn't lose with Eric Fisher and Patrick Mahomes. I honestly, I like legitimately think they didn't lose, except to the Patriots when D Ford was offsides. But I think they honestly like didn't ever lose with Patrick Mahomes and Eric Fisher together. And Mitchell Schwartz. He might retire. Um, I don't know. It's a sad day. They're both legends. Super Bowl champs. So, uh, But they're clearing cap space by cutting them. And that gives me hope that we can sign Corey Davis. I don't know how, much, how, Corey Dav- how expensive Corey Davis will be, but even after we cut Fisher and Schwartz and we restructured the Holmes deal today, getting more cap space, I think that says we're going for Corey Davis. I don't know how expensive it will be. Um, hopefully not so expensive so we can sign him, but I really hope it's not Corey Davis. I think he's good. And um, Tannehill, like I said, Tannehill was like my fourth tier. Uh, statistically, he's been like a top-tier quarterback in the NFL since he's been on the Titans, but uh, obviously with Mahomes, Corey Davis will be much better. And Tyreek Hill across from him. Uh, and Kelsey. So, yeah. Uh, another guy. This receiver class, both in the draft and free agency this year, is absolutely loaded. John Brown and Emmanuel Sanders released two good two good wide receivers. John Brown, very good. I would say John Brown, very good receiver. Uh, Kenny Galladay also. He, obviously a pro bowler. Um, I think he's going to sign with the Patriots. That's my opinion. Um, he's not being Kenny Galladay is not being tagged. Um, obviously, can I wouldn't hate Galladay to the Chiefs. Obviously, but I'd rather have Corey Davis because I have a whole bunch of Corey Davis cards uh, because I got them for cheap. So that's why I want them on the Chiefs. Allen Robinson tagged. Allen Robinson, huge loser. Kenny Galladay, huge winner. Um, so Kenny Galladay is pretty much the only big, big name wide receiver on the market because Allen Robinson got tagged. So that'll just bring up Galladay's market even more now that Robinson's staying put in Chicago. Um, free Allen Robinson. We need him to get a quarterback. He's been trapped in a bad situation for far too long, literally his whole entire career, even at Penn State. I don't even know who his quarterback was at Penn State, but I heard someone say it. So he's been locked down with a shitty quarterback for a while now when we need to get him out. Um, I think that's all the NFL news. Um, yeah, we had a little DAC in there, a little free agency. Uh, not too much, obviously, because it's the off season. Um, uh, like, apparently Vegas changed the Bears' Super Bowl odds or whatever. Um, and someone came out and said that the Bears are offering Seahawks an offer they can't refuse to get Russell Wilson. And I say that seems like 
they're going to refuse it and they're not going to trade him. I'm still saying they're not going to trade Russell Wilson. They're not going to do it. Especially, they're not, like, they're, they're just not going to trade He's their franchise. I know that they've won a Super Bowl and, you know, it might be time to rebuild, go into a new era or whatever, but I just don't see it. I don't see the need for it for the Seahawks. Like I said last episode, they're going to fire Pete Carroll before they ever trade Russell Wilson, and that's a fact. Um, obviously, in like, I, I heard five first-rounders, Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack. Obviously, they're going to do that. They'd be stupid to, to not accept that. And, like, the Bears would be just continue their incompetence when it comes to finding a quarterback. Not surprising with head coach Matt Nagy on there, on the staff. Like, man, heading the, captaining the ship or whatever that saying is. But, I don't know. So, but if I'm if I'm the Seahawks, if I'm the Bears, or if I'm the Seahawks getting the picks, I'm trading up. You can trade up. I'm calling the Jets and I'm saying, hey, or who I'm getting three because I'm assuming the Jets are going to take Fields and I want Wilson. I'm going to call over to, the, I'm going to call the Dolphins and say, yo, you want to trade back? You already got Tua. Uh, we'll give you three first rounders, or two first rounders and you know, blah 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 for number three overall pick, and I'm taking Zach Wilson. He's my future. I'm all in on Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm not saying Zach Wilson is better than Russell Wilson, but he might be better. Never know. But that's I'm just saying I'm all in on Zach Wilson, and Russell Wilson is not getting traded. So those are the truths of the NFL news over the past week, or however long since I've recorded the last pod okay uh it's march that means it's march madness uh sound like an ad read but it's not because no one listens to this i don't even know why i'm doing this i'm really tired and i thought about taking a nap but i was like no i gotta put this out but no one's gonna listen to it anyways so uh please listen to it i guess because i don't want to like completely waste my time even though it's not really a complete waste of time but you know whatever uh, so the NCAA tournament uh, is going to happen in like three days, four days maybe. Um, let me see actually. Uh, I got to count now. Two days, two hours, and 45 minutes. Um, so the conference tournament's going on right now. That doesn't really matter, honestly. Uh, but the NCAA tournament, uh, I think I may have talked about it earlier. In the past episodes, but I don't really have a take. Uh, Gonzaga is gonna win. They're by far the best team. They're by far the best team in the country, and no one's gonna beat them because they're so much better than everyone else, and that's a fact. Um, my sleeper this year, I got. I do have a sleeper though. Uh, UConn. I've. You know, this she just seems like a UConn year, honestly. I don't even know what that means. I'm not even a big college basketball fan. I haven't watched a second of UConn this season. Uh, but they got Book Knight, and he scored 40 points earlier this year. And, he's, and he might be a lottery pick this year in the draft. I honestly have no clue. But I do know he's really good, and he's they're getting comparisons to Kemba Walker and Shabazz Napier. UConn-led teams. So, 
I think UConn's a big sleeper. Um, I may put him in the final four in my bracket. Obviously, I haven't seen who else would be in their bracket. But I got... Assuming UConn is an 8-9 or whatever, or I have UConn winning the first game. Probably, yeah, for a lock. But uh, who knows what the seed they get. Obviously, it'll be tough. If they're in, if they're in the 8-9 game, um, it'll be tough to beat a one seed. But who knows? You know what I mean? Um, if you guys like college basketball, if you if you even if you don't like college basketball, like obviously you don't like college basketball because it sucks, but everyone likes watching March Madness because there's a whole bunch of games on. Um, I made a bracket pool on ESPN tur- tournament challenge. Um, so it, uh, join the Hard Truth Sports bracket pool on ESPN Tournament Challenge. I'm going to put the link in the description of this episode. Um, so find it there. I hope it'll work. If not, you can find it on my Twitter. But um, I'm putting the link down there in the description. It's free, obviously. So just join it. Uh, fill out the bracket. I, I don't care. Like, Obviously, you don't have to keep up with it. It's only one. You only have to fill it out one time. Literally, take twenty seconds. But uh, you can't once the first uh game tips off. You can't fill it out anymore. Obviously. Uh, so just join. I'm trying to get a whole bunch of people in there, and I want it to be kind of fun. I don't know if there's a whole bunch of people in it, but I don't know. So I'm putting the link for Hard Truth Sports Bracket Challenge in the description. Um. Like I said, Gonzaga is my pick to win it. That's not really a hot take, so I don't feel like like I'm giving anything away. Like I'm giving out any inside info or whatever. So, um, like I said, I kind of hate college basketball. It's awful basketball for the most part, but I do like the tournament. Now, what is some good basketball is NBA. Look at that segue. Is some NBA basketball. Um, one guy that was college player of the year, I think, maybe. Yeah, it was Blake Griffin. College player of the year. Nope. Hold up. Um, yep, Naismith's award and Wooden Award. Yep, so Blake Griffin was college player of the year, and it was one year at Oklahoma, or maybe two years, I have no no clue, but uh, he signed with the Nets after being bought out by the Pistons. Um, I don't say, like, Blake Griffin, people say he's washed. I think that's a dumb take. Uh, he's been, everyone's washed in Detroit. Like, Detroit's washed. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a stupid take to be like, Blake Griffin's over. Blake Griffin's not over. Obviously, obviously he might be past his prime, but he's not washed up. I think. I think he's not going to be washed up. I think he's going to have a mini resurgence in Brooklyn. Uh, the Brooklyn's winning games, obviously, because they have the maybe the best trio of all time, but... They got Bruce Brown as their cutter guy, like almost like a. They got Bruce Brown. Blake Griffin. They they have they have Bruce Brown playing in the Blake Griffin role, um, and Bruce Brown's really good, but 
he is much shorter than Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is a better rebounder, I think. I don't know. But I think Blake Griffin will fit in perfectly with the Nets. Um, like I said, he's going to have a mini resurgence or whatever. So, uh, right. So will they be a title contender? And obviously they're a contender, but will they make the finals? Um, I'm going to talk about that later. I'm going to talk about who my pick is out of the East. So don't turn this off. So, uh, yeah, this is bad. This is a, this is probably my worst episode so far. I'm like insanely tired. Um, I'm going to go take a nap after this. Uh, but yeah, this is bad. Um, all-star weekend that this is, it seems like forever ago that that all-star weekend happened. Um, but, um, the dunk contest, I guess that's why it seems like it was forever ago. The dunk contest was pretty forgettable. It was awful. I mean, it was bad. Um, Anthony Simons had the only original dunk. I think, I think Obi Toppin had the best dunk. Um, Cassius, I bet on Cassius Stanley. Like I said, I, my prediction was Cassius Stanley. Uh, you majorly disappointed. Um, the dunk contest was too, I don't know if it was too quick, but it was really quick. Like, Stanley only did one dunk, and then he messed up the second one. But, uh, like, and that, that I'm just going to play into my next point, how it went so fast. But, Simon's dunk with the mini hoop was the only original one. Uh, and I liked his, uh, Tracy McGrady dunk, but I don't know. But like I, the point I was trying to make is that um, I was calling I it like my before my before the contest. Excuse me. My take was if you don't know who Cassius Stanley is, just stop talking because Cassius Stanley has been a famous dunker for many years now. Even before he got to the NBA, um, like I said last last time I recorded, um, I've been watching his videos on Instagram for like five years now. So my take was, if you didn't know who Cassius Stanley was, like you can't you can't be talking. But that but with that being said, Cassius Stanley has never dunked in an NBA game before. He's obviously never started a game. I don't even I don't even know if he's played in a game. Um, I imagine he has. But let's see here. Let's see totals. Yeah, he's played 23 minutes all season. Has scored 9 points, no dunks this season. Like like I don't, I'm not in. I'm not. This isn't Cassius Stanley hate, but like the dunk. If you want to have a dunk contest, you have to have, you have to have guys that are recognizable, and are stars. Because if you're gonna have guys that have never dunked in a game before, then you might as well have. Like you might as well have just. You might as well bring, 
you might as well have like G Leaguers or whatever. Or uh Jordan Kilgannon or whatever that guy's name is. The white guy. You might as well just have those guys come in and and start dunking because no one knows who Cassius Stanley is. It it's not the dunk contest isn't fun if you're only doing two if you're only doing one dunk and you know you got he fucks up the other one. It was awful. No originality in the dunk contest. No one knew who anyone anyone was. Um like my t- my thing was if you're only doing two dunks, three dunks, then you got to have then you got to have star you got to have the stars in it. You got to have Zion. I know he declined it or whatever, but you got to have I don't anybody. You got to have anybody recognizable. You got to have someone that has dunked what five times at least in a game. I don't know. And another thing besides the the people in it is the judges. The judges like there's too many tens like the my comparison was, and I think this is a pretty good comparison, honestly, is is uh, the tens, um, the ten dunk contest tens are like MLB home runs. Like we all love, we all love a good ten dunk, right? We all love a nice, nice little ten piece dunk, and we all love, we all love people mashing in MLB games, but. When you fuck with the balls in the MLB and when you just hand out tens for no reason in the dunk contest, you know, it takes the fun out of, it takes the, like, there's no, there's no value to it anymore because it happens all the time, you know what I mean? Like, and also, it's a step further in the tens for the dunk contest because there's only a finite amount of ratings you can have in the dunk contest, right? So if someone gives a 10, you're saying this is the best dunk. So if someone does a dunk better than them, and even if the judge thinks like, oh, that was better than, you know, the dunk that they just did, say it was this, even the same person. Obi Toppin's dunk was better than the last one by far, but I already gave him a 10 for the last one, so they're the same dunk because I gave him the 10, but that's just not how it is. Um, someone suggested move it from zero to 100 scale. Um, that's fine, but, or just make it zero to 10 scale. Now it's six to 10 and no one gives out any sixes, even on Cassius Stanley's, not even like his just jump as high as you can dunk. And when he messed up the other one, like Cassius Stanley on his dunk that, like, he just jumped as high as he could. It was still obviously a nice dunk or whatever, but he didn't do the one he was playing. He couldn't do the one that he was planning to do. And they still gave him, like, an eight or whatever. It's like, it was ridiculous. I don't know. It was it was stupid. My take is uh, just play pig with dunks. Um, like, you gave him a pig, you gave him a horse or whatever, but just do it with dunks. Um, I think that's, I think that is way more, I think that's way more entertaining, and it, it, 
obviously you probably won't have much originality to it, but at least there's there's like uh you know, I don't know. I guess now that I say it, it might not work that much because uh, a lot of people just do the same one, but I don't know. That's something to think about, though. Right in uh, another take. Another take I had was Kenny Smith. It, like, obviously, he's great, but during the dunk contest, I mean, he just needs to be quiet. Like, even I, there was more than one time during the dunk contest when he said, when he was like, I, th I forgot who it was, but he goes, he, before he even, before he even like started running up and jumping to do the dunk, he was like, oh, if he does this, that's a 10. Like, dude, we don't need any more 10s. We need less 10s. We need less 10s. Not everyone's going to bitch at me because, oh, you, you don't like good dunks. You need less 10s. No, I'm not saying... I don't like tens and I don't like good dunks, but we gotta have meaning behind the ten. Right now, there's no meaning behind a ten point dunk anymore because everyone gets a ten. Literally, everyone gets a ten. It's ridiculous. Uh, John Morant tweeted about um, the scoring. Taylor Rooks said the dunk contest scoring is literally never right. Um, and Josh said, yeah, that's, that's the reason I'm not doing it. So, uh, looks like John Morant's never going to do the dunk contest. Uh, but, like, you got to have guys that can do three dunks. Um, you know, with recognizable names. Because as much as I'm a Cassius Stanley defender, I guess you could say. You know, he's never dunked in a basketball game, in an NBA game before, so. A uh, three-point contest was by far the best event. Um, the first round, uh, I forgot who the highest scorer was in the first round. Maybe it was Tatum. And then Curry just came out and lit it up in the first round. It was like he was just sunning everybody in the first round. And then Mike Conley... Uh, went first in the finals, and then uh, came down to the very last ball. I think that was it was fun. The three point contest is, was fun this year. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say about it. Um, the All Star game was awful. I don't think it was that bad, but it was not very. It wasn't the best All Star game. Um, I kind of liked the ending. Of it, uh, someone said, "No free clout." Um, so no free clout. Uh, I'm not gonna say who it was because he's an idiot for even suggesting this, even thinking about it. It's offensive that he would even think about saying this, that he would even enter his mind. But he says, he even su that he, he suggested that they should think about having the Elam ending, like the one in the All Star game. For regular season games. So now, like, just shut up, dude. Again, no free clout. But you're not... That's probably the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. Uh, okay. Um, Zion was nervous. I was saying it before the game. Um, Zion, I bet on Team LeBron... 
uh, not just because of Zion, but uh, after I bet on them, Af but after I bet on them, uh, I was even more confident when Zion was starting because he was nervous. I called it before Zion was going to be nervous and he ended up missing his first like three dunks of the game. He just missed them. Um, Luca was completely disinterested. I don't really have any takes about it. Um, Rudy Gobert, last pick of the draft, was screaming after a wide-open dunk in the All-Star game. He played 13 minutes. Um, he played the same amount as LeBron, and people are talking about... The most people are talking about the All-Star game is saying that LeBron didn't play at all, and Rudy Gobert played the same minutes as LeBron did, and he was screaming after dunks, and everyone... No one likes Gobert. The fact of the matter is no one likes Gobert. Uh, probably because he got paid all that. And he's bad. He's a bad basketball player. So uh, Giannis was trying a little too hard for MVP. Honestly, it was kind of funny. It was pretty entertaining, but uh, I forgot who was behind him. I think it was Jokic. Someone threw a pass down the court, a little big outlet pass down the court to Giannis. And instead of it was a two o two to nothing two o two o break or whatever. It was Giannis, Jokic, and nobody else. And instead of throwing it off the backboard to Jokic, he just dunked it himself. It was hilarious. Um. So now, um. Now that Mike Conley was an All Star, um, C.J. McCollum, or I should say, um, an unrelated news. To Mike Conley being named to his first All-Star game. CJ McCollum has been the best player to never make an All-Star game. Even before Mike Conley hadn't made an All-Star team for his career. CJ McCollum is the best player to never make an All-Star team. So, he would have he made it this year, but he was injured. Um, he got injured, so... He's still the best player to never make it. Uh, my throat's starting to get sore. Like I said, I don't have any water with me today. Yeah, we're only like 35 minutes. This is a quick one. Um, I got some listener questions here. Uh, yeah, there's no one checking to see if there's any more. Um, Here's something I'm going to talk about. Uh, uh, people are saying they want Jeremy Grant to the Celtics. I think they're stupid. Um, if there's one player we need to trade for, it's Lonzo Ball. Um, in my opinion, I think Kemba Walker would be better as an off-ball guard than he would be a point guard. Kemba, a fine point guard. I love Kemba Walker. He's a fine point guard, but... I think he'd be even better being an off guard. Uh, Lonzo's a better defender and probably a better playmaker than Kemba. And that's something that Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown need. I compared them to Paul George and Kawhi. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Kawhi had, that, had a point guard, a playmaking point guard in San Antonio and Toronto. Now he doesn't have it in in Los Angeles, and um, he's not winning the finals. 
because he doesn't have it. He's not making the finals because he doesn't have a point guard that can make plays. Um, so Lonzo Ball to the Celtics. That's what they need to do. But LeBron, the the thing is, is um, uh, I think Lonzo's an expiring contract. Um, so I was thinking about it in my head. I was like, if I'm the Celtics general manager, I need one player. I'm going out to get Lonzo. But in my head, I was thinking, well, should we get him? This, should we trade for him now or should we sign him in the offseason? And I was thinking, and I was thinking like, well, we just need to tamper with him and ask him like, yo, are you going to sign here in the offseason? Because if not, we're going to trade for you, right? And, um, and I was thinking like, yeah, that's illegal. And the penalty for tampering, at least to my knowledge, is a fine and or you're taking picks. And so my thing was like, well, we're going to tamper with them because if they take the picks, then, you know, we're not assuming, like, he's going to sign with us, sign with the Celtics, right? Because honestly, I think that's that's where I would want to go if I was Alonzo. But, um... Like if you're taking the if the NBA is taking picks from the Celtics for tampering, like, well, we wouldn't have to trade. Those picks were gone anyways, right? We're either giving them to the because we trade them to the Pelicans, right? I don't know. That's my thing. I don't know. I think that's maybe a stupid like internal dialogue, but uh, we got uh, two questions. Um, let me check one more time. Maybe nope. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, uh, the questions. 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 Um. Uh, pick for NBA title this season, and another one was finals prediction. So. Um. My title pick for this season is the Lakers. The Lakers are going to three-peat. They're going to win last year. They're going to win this year. And they're going to win next year. Uh, take it to the bank. Uh, that's who my finals pick is this year. And next year for that matter. And my finals prediction. So obviously the Lakers. Because they're going to win. And uh, notice how I'm not saying the Lakers are my pick to win. I think the Lakers are going to win. I'm saying the Lakers are going to win because that is what is going to happen. Um, and so my final prediction, so the Lakers aren't playing themselves in the finals. They also they have to play the Eastern Conference team. And, um, and before the season started, I picked the Celtics to make it, and I'm going to stick with that pick. Now it's kind of lame. Like, what do you want me to say? The Nets? Like, I, will the Nets make it? Who knows? You know, I'm not saying... Obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if the Nets made the finals. Um, 76ers, maybe. Um, I, I think the top-tier teams are Celtics, Nets, Sixers. Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with my pick. I'm sticking with my Celtics pick. Because 
Like I said, I own a lot of Jason Tatum stock, and I believe he's going to win a yeah, he's going to win a championship in his career. So, uh, my Eastern Conference pick from now on will be the Celtics until Jason Tatum retires, more than likely. Um. So Lakers Celtics my pick, and Lakers win. Most underrated player in the league right now? That's a good question. Um, I said Gary Trent Jr. I didn't do any research at all. I just went to the in, I just went to the standings, and I just like looked at every team's logo to see if I could like. I'll have to dive with my head to see one. Um, I got a shout out to Bias Harris. Should have been an All Star, so I guess he's underrated. Um. So yeah, so I got Gary Trent Jr. Um, I got his stats pulled up here. Uh, let's see, forty percent from three this year, fifteen a game, thirty-one minutes a game. Um, he's a lockdown defender. He's shooting. Rounded up, he's shooting eight threes a game. He's making three threes a game. Uh, 40% from three. Uh, 80% from the free throw line. He's a lockdown defender. Um, the game where last season, the game Rudy Gobert's goal 10 against Damian Lillard that wasn't called in Utah. Gary Trent Jr. locked down Donovan Mitchell the entire game. He got under his skin. That that in my opinion, that was Gary Trent's coming out party. And then in the bubble, he took it to another level. Um I think I'm all on Gary Trent train. Um he need, he needs to if Gary Trent can like improve his handle, if he can take a half step if he can take a half step forward in his ball handling, then I think he can be, I think he can be like a legit, you know, very good player in the league. Um, he's still insane. He's still insanely good, three and D guy. Like I said, he locked down Donovan Mitchell last year in Utah. In that game, uh, the Blazers had like six guys total. Uh, because I, if I'm not mistaken, Trevor Ariza got ejected that game, and we had seven. Then Ariza got ejected, and then so I think we had six guys total in that game. Should have won, obviously got robbed because the Rudy Gobert missed goal ten. Um, it was when that was the game when Damian Lillard came out last year, and he was like, "We're in the heat of the playoff race. We got hosed, and they got hosed." But in that game, Gary Trent locked down Donovan Mitchell. And that was just a thing of beauty, honestly. And this year, um, the Blazers are tied for the five seed. Gary Trent Jr. has taken over a big role with CJ Nurkic out. Um, like I said, he's scoring 15 a game, 40% from three, lockdown defense. He's very good, and not no one talks about him except last year in the bubble. Right, I shouldn't say rightfully so, but rightfully so, they were talking about him last year in the bubble, but he doesn't get near enough hype because he's still really young. He's still, he's only 20, yeah, he's only 22 years old. Um, This is his third year. He's having a breakout season now. 
obviously he's not going to continue to have this role when C.J. McCollum comes back. But, um, you know, very good, very good player, very good player. He's sneaky tall, too. I was thinking he's kind of not not short, but, like, he's 6'5", probably 6'6", or probably 6'4", honestly. But, I don't know. I think Gary Trent Jr. is very, very good. 3 and D guy. Um, I make comparisons to Clay Thompson. That's probably not fair. But, uh, I'm pretty high on Gary Trent. So, uh. I guess that's the podcast. Um, link for a bracket challenge in the bio or in the description. And uh, yeah, that's it. Peace.